take your towel, you take your condoms and your lube, and then you just wander the halls. I remember the thought going through my mind. It's like, wow, now you're a real cocksucker. Now you're an actual cocksucker. I've <laughs> <laughs> been calling you that for years, and now you really are. I know. <laughs> exactly. Are you attracted to men in a romantic fashion, or is it just sexual? I think most men love dick. Most men love their own dick. <laughs> and after I would come home with a date, on a date with a man, she would just be repulsed. She's like, just don't touch me. The guy I'm next to while I'm peeing starts going down on me. Oh, after you were done? No, while I'm peeing. What? When I stopped peeing, he stopped blowing me. It's like the only reason he was blowing me. More water, please, waiter, more water. Exactly, right? So let's get to it. The conversations you are about to hear are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is a 50-year-old single male who is a senior executive for a publicly traded tech company out here in California. He, you know, grew up white male, upper middle class in Texas, dated women, but he fantasized about men throughout puberty until his early 20s when he finally did something about it. Tom, welcome to the show. What did you do? <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. I, I really like the podcast uh, and I'm happy to be a guest. So what did I do? I went and visited bathhouses uh, just and I sat in the parking lot and I was nervous about going in and uh, and I would just I wouldn't get up the nerve and I would just I would just leave until. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Was this in Texas? Yeah. Do they still have bathhouses? I'm sure they do. Yeah. I don't know what it's like now with 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 pandemic COVID. And everything. Right. Yeah, but up until the pandemic, absolutely. Okay. So, you know, I always surprise myself at how much I don't know. How do you find them? I didn't even know it was a thing. Well, you know, you're a straight woman, so I'm not expecting <laughs> you to be oh, a, a surprised okay. if you did. So bathhouses are like for gay activity. Gay or bi or queer or whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You were very nervous about going in, so you just kind of mm -hmm. hung out in the in the parking lot? Well, I not lo I didn't like loiter in the parking lot. Um, you know, I sat in my car <laughs> with a lot of nervous energy. And right. one time, I went and I stood in line to get to get in, and just I lost my nerve then, and just and I got out. Except okay. for this one time, uh, after a wedding, a friend's wedding, where we were all overserved and we were downtown, not too far, and I was like, "Tonight's the night. Definitely going to have make this happen." And so, I, I I went in. I stood in line. They Gave me my locker key, tiny little towel, couple of condoms, a little bit of lube. Oh, so oh, that's a thing. Oh, so it, it's really a thing. So it's not for taking baths, Lena. That's fine. I'm sure that there 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 are showers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you already knew this, right? How did you know this? How did I know that the bathhouse is where you go for a little action? Well, you know bathhouses and adult bookstores and all these sort of creepy crawly places where okay, so like a, it's like like general knowledge that i didn't know it's basically right? general knowledge that you, <laughs> okay. you may not have known yeah okay 
All right. So then tell me about this first, this first time you were in there. I went into the locker room and followed, a, you know, the people that were in front of me and just sort of did what they did. And you get naked, you take your towel, you take your condoms and your lube, and then you just wander the halls. <laughs> you just wander the halls. Some folks rent rooms. Some folks just hang out in the orgy room. Some folks hang out in the sauna or the showers. But mostly it's it's people walking through the halls, looking in the little rooms that you can rent. Yeah, it's not glamorous. So you go in there and mm-hmm. can you just kind of describe the clientele? Well, it, it, it absolutely varies. I mean, I feel like there were every almost every demographic represented, you know, were bears and cubs and otters and leather guys and muscle boys and twinks and, you know, suburban dads on the download. Okay. So bears and cubs, you got to go through and actually tell me. Oh, geez. So cub, you were a cub because you were young, right? Uh, I was a cub, I was like super fit. So wouldn't really count as a cub. I was just a, hey, God, here goes the ego. I was just like a really hot young guy. What, so what's a cub? A cub is a younger, sort of not yet morbidly obese bear. <laughs> and so, but so that was you. Uh, uh, no, you were fitter than a cub. Yeah. I mean, describe what a bear is. A big, heavy, hairy, oh. cushy, cuddly dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. So really doesn't have anything to do with age. No, well, a little, but okay. not really. The bears are normally older because it takes them that time to get fat. It takes, yeah, it takes a little bit of work to get that way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's just slang for different types of people in these places. Yeah. You know, the human mind categorizes and I see. certain body types and behaviors that mm-hmm. you get to fall into. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, our listeners cannot see you. You're a very good looking, handsome man. Oh, you're sweet. I bet, you, I bet you were popular in there. Still am, Lena. Oh, (laughs) okay. Did you do anything that day? I did. I did. Wandered around, touched a couple of guys, uh, and then found this older, geez, he must've been 30. So to me, he was older, right? Right, right. A big eye roll. Uh, Went in and took my tiny little towel off and he touched me and he started blowing me. Uh, and I was like, well, it's time to return the favor. And I remember the thought going through my mind. It's like, wow, now you're a real cocksucker. Now you're an actual cocksucker. I've <laughs> <laughs> been calling you that for years and now you really are. I know. <laughs> exactly. Now, now the term actually fit. And I gave him, I'm sure, what was probably terrible, terrible head. Was we, that your first time or no? First time. Yeah. Oh. First time. Yeah. First time. And, and, then, and it was the first time anyone doing that to you? First time a man doing that to me. Yeah. Oh. So like, how was it? You know what? I was so drunk that I bear, you know, I remember it happening, but I can't mm-hmm. tell you, I couldn't tell you how it felt. But here's what I can tell you. When I tried to, um, you know, I put a condom on him and I tried to ride him when he was fucking me. And, it, you know, first time doing that, absolutely unprepared, hurt like hell and stopped. And, you know, he eventually got off and it took me forever to get off because there was so much alcohol in my system. So, I probably had sex with, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 guys. Not that night. Oh, 30, 40 or 50 guys before I was actually like, oh, okay, this is what all of this feels like. Sure. Yeah. Well, hey, welcome to the world of women. <laughs> I'm not sure how you to know, that. Some women yeah. have sex for decades yeah. before they actually figure it out and start enjoying it. Yeah. Um, okay. 
you realize then, okay, this is for you, but you also like women. So you're clearly mm-hmm. bisexual and you accepted it. No, uh, I, I, I felt terrible about it. Mm. I felt absolutely terrible about it. And I didn't really want to identify or get that closer comfortable with the term bisexual. I was just like, no, I'm just a straight guy that likes having sex with men. Okay. And I think that there are a lot of people, a lot of men that identify that, that mm-hmm. identify with that. And, you know, it took me maybe 25 years to get comfortable and really accept this part of my sexuality. But how much of that uh-huh. is because of how the rest of the public looks at it? A lot it of it. 20, right? Right? Yeah, so it's it. because of the stigma. Yeah. Which, yeah. as you probably know, still exists even within the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and, and it's, you know, female bisexuality and there are all sorts of toxic aspects of the male gaze and, and how that's viewed and are women that are being bi, are they bi? Are they doing it for attention for the men? You know, in, in the lifestyle right. that's prevalent uh, for men, male bisexuality in the lifestyle or outside of the lifestyle, it's um, wildly not accepted. It's, it's viewed as a malignancy in some cases where male bisexuals in general view, and I'm sure your listeners can relate, are gay men who are transitioning or gay men who haven't come out or gay men who are enjoying straight privilege. Let me ask you this, because I've always been very interested in, you know, and then the more I talk to people, I I know that people kind of define things their own way. Are you attracted to men in a romantic fashion or is it just sexual? You ask such good questions. Thank you. Yeah. For the first 40 something years of my life, it was just sexual. And I didn't even have to be attracted to the man physically to have sex with him. It was the, it was the act. It was the, in early days, it was the taboo part of it. As, as I sort of grew into it, it was just like, fuck it, it just feels good. But it was all highly transactional. And it wasn't until the last, I don't know, five or so years where uh, I actually started dating men and having you no know, boyfriends and, and, and being comfortable in romantic relationships with men. Do you think that there is a um, section in, in the bisexual community mm-hmm. where some men never move on to the romantic stuff, that there are men who just enjoy the act? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I've always thought that bise- bisexuality was more of a, um, an identity. It goes beyond just the act. And I know that there are people who say, well, if, if you're having sex with the same gender, you're bisexual, right? Yeah. Or, or, or gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you even care to make it make sense? Or do you, are you at the point now where it's, you know, do what you feel good doing? For me, you're exactly right. It's I, It just feels good with whomever I'm with and the gender of the person has something to do with the relationship and the attraction, but a lot less than it used to. But it took 20 plus years to get here. And I feel like that was, I don't want to feel, say it was wasted time. It was time invested, but it was also a lot of me accepting a part about myself that's rejected by most of society. Um, I'm out to many of my friends and even the ones that are in the lifestyle and they're still not sure how to react when I bring 
a girlfriend uh, around or a boyfriend around. There are always a lot of questions like, who are you dating now? And, and, and what's the gender? And there's just, it's very interesting to them. And the, and the, the takeaway is like, I think most men love dick. Most men love their own dick. <laughs> That's true. I know if I had one, I'd be busy all never day. Leave, trust me, never leave the house. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, like platforms like this, where, uh, the, the, where there's an opportunity to make this actual sexuality more mainstream and understood and accepted, then I think more men would come out of that closet. I get straight, allegedly straight married guys hitting me up all the time, telling me about their fantasies and how they wish they could do it. And if only their wife would understand, listen, your wife probably understands. And from my experience, she's either going to be totally into it or absolutely repulsed by it. The hypocrisy of that is not lost on me because she's sleeping with women. Right. You know, um, lots of double standards, lots of double standards. Yeah. Have you been married twice? Oh, yep. Yep. And, uh, did the first wife know you were bisexual? Well, we got into the lifestyle together and I knew I was bisexual before I married her. (laughs) Well, I knew I was sleeping with men before I I married her. Did she know when you married her? No. Uh, did it eventually come out? It eventually came out and it eventually came out um, after our first lifestyle party where we went to an after party and we were uh, were playing with uh, another man and we both started blowing him. And that was the first time she had seen me with a man. And that started a series of conversations. Was um, she turned on by it or no? A lot of this is in the moment and in the moment. People are very uh, open to a lot of a lot of things that they wouldn't be, you know, planning ahead or afterwards. And in the moment, she was just there with it. Afterwards, you know, the more I started to openly engage with with other men and she with other women, we both had an opportunity to explore our sexualities together. And after I would come home with a date on a date with a man, she would just be repulsed. She's like, "Just don't touch me." Mm. You know, men don't date other men. And it's like that. You know, that that never felt good. So. Mm. Okay. And then second wife, she knew? She knew. Yeah. Yeah. And was, and was, was she into it? Uh, in the moment, Again. she was into it. You know, we were in the moment. And then afterwards, how did you feel about it? There is always some guilt and, you know, buyer's remorse. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now you're single again. Single again. Uh, are you enjoying it? Different parts of it. I am. And what I'm enjoying most about it is the freedom I'm allowing myself to date and be with whomever I want for whatever reason I want without the judgment and the expectation and worrying too much about what my friends or what people on the street or whomever is, is going to say. There certainly is some of it. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm completely carefree or, or not impacted by the opinions of others, but it's taken a long time to get here and I'm and I'm really having a great time dating, you know, men and women and whoever the heck you want. Yeah. And and, and nice. in many, most you know and, and to be completely honest, you know, dating men, uh, there's a lot of messing around with men. There's a lot of hooking up with men. You know, because yeah. I can have three guys come over before pizza's delivered. <laughs> but if I want to date a woman or sleep with a woman, I have to slay a dragon. Right. Um, and that better be some good pizza, honey. It's amazing pizza stuff. <laughs> Right. Um, Okay. You know, people hear about the lifestyle and they really think, oh my gosh, it's just one big party. Everyone's just sleeping with everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, why haven't you been able to find uh, a partner, Mm -hmm. whether it be a wife or whoever, female, Mm -hmm. 
in the lifestyle? Because I hear so many women are really into it. That's a great question. And you don't know the do, answer. Do, do you know anyone? <laughs> oh, I may. No, I'm telling you, I need to have a consenting adults party because I really do talk to the coolest people. Yeah. And um, I think it would be just an amazing party. So I'm going to work on that. All right. Um, all right. So as much fun as you're having now, mm-hmm. do you still have any fantasies you haven't been able to fulfill? Oh, geez. Hold on. Before you answer that. Yeah. What kind of stuff have you done? <laughs> oh, but that's the more that's the more entertaining answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've done a lot. I've done like any fantasy that I thought I could have had. I've had the opportunity to live them out. Um, like like what? Clearly threesome. That's Tuesday night. Yeah, threesome. And I have to tell you, you know, group sex in odd numbers mm. with bisexual or queer or whatever is a people is the Probably the this the best, right? Because that way no one's really sitting out. Everybody can be engaged. There's the odd numbers make the most sense. Three, five, seven, nine, past oh. nine, it's it's a bit of a shit show. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so group sex is also a thing that you do and have done. Done. Well, yeah. What would be the like wildest thing you've done? Um, I, I met a guy on a on a hookup app and he invited me to just a little orgy. And the orgy turned out to be nine guys. And it was my first gay orgy. It was nine guys. Um, everybody was, you know, just gorgeous. And, and, and I think everything that happened there probably counts as the wildest thing it feels like I've ever done. Mm. Uh, maybe the newest and more nuanced thing that, that I've ever done because, you know, I've never been in a place you know, aside from a bathhouse or whatever, where it was okay to absolutely whore it out. (laughs) 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 To absolutely whore it out. So um, that was, that was a lot of fun. Is there a difference between an orgy and a gangbang? Do bisexual or gay men participate in what would be called a gangbang? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, my understanding of the difference, and I'm sure someone else might have a different read on it, but a gangbang is, you know, one person's the center of attention, mm. whereas an orgy, everybody's the center of their center of attention. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you've been in a gangbang? Uh, no, I've never been in a gangbang. Oh, okay. Would you like to? You offering? I'm asking, <laughs> would you be that, would that, like, does that sound yeah. interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, and and would you be, would you be the, uh, the bangy? The bangy, the bangy, yeah. the bangy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm versatile. I lean towards bottom mm-hmm. and, you know, there's been a couple of nights where there's been a, you know, a few guys. Um, mm. So I don't think that really counts as a gangbang though, but a, a gangbang almost sounds exhausting. You told me that you did something else, and I read it, and I'm like, "What the heck is that? Like something about a panty, a bi panty?" Oh, that's right. That? I went on a date. Oh my god, yeah. I went. I met. I met a woman. We went on a date, and we ended up just going to a gay bar. We, we met on a, one of these sort of queer dating sites or dating apps. We met at a gay bar. It was in my neighborhood. There was a couple there, a, a hetero couple. And they were there with their gay friend and they were in town for some work thing. And he was showing them around and going, oh, wow, look, gay bar. I'm going to really try to blow your mind. Oh, they're from Kansas City or something. I don't know. Um, look at me being judgy of the flyover states. And <laughs> and we chatted with them and they were fun. Oh, my God. They were so just fresh off the farm. And 
and, and we left, you know, my date and I left and, and we, you know, we went to go get a drink somewhere else and we ended up buying a thing of lube and a giant butt plug because she wanted a bigger butt plug and, you know, not your typical first date. We end up going back to the bar where we, where we ran into them, not to run into them, but it's just a good bar. They had good music and they were still there and they said, Hey, we're going to go to an underwear party up the street. Do you want to go? It's like, never been to an underwear party. I'm definitely not dressed for it. <laughs> and, and we walked into this place. It's a bar I walked by thousands of times. Never been in. No reason. Wait, the underwear party was at a bar? At a bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was at a bar. And I walked in with my date, these two just lovely humans and their over-the-top friend who wanted to show them an over-the-top time, and he succeeded. So we walk into the bar. In the front is the bar area. In the back is another bar area that just is a little bit more open and no tables or anything. Well, I went into the restroom and I don't, you know, I don't know how much time you spend in men's rooms, but in some of them, they're like troughs. They're just, you know, old baseball stadiums or whatever have these things or troughs. So I'm in there and I'm peeing and there's a line of guys. The guy I'm next to while I'm peeing starts going down on me. Oh, after you were done? No, while I'm peeing. What? Yeah. While I'm peeing, he's going down on me and he's loving it. And when I stopped peeing, he stopped blowing me. It's like the only reason he was blowing me. More water, please. Waiter, more water. Exactly. Right? I know. Um, okay. So, you know, so hydrate before you go out. So <laughs> and I look over my shoulder. There's no door on the bathroom. And my date's watching this whole thing. Um, oh. Totally into it because that's sort sure. of the, con- you know, the construct yeah, of how yeah. we met. And at this point, I'm now just totally turned on, um, walk into the, the underwear party part of the bar. And there's, I don't know, maybe 60, 70 men in various states of undress, um, some guys in actual underwear, some guys in pants, some guys in jock straps, but mostly shirt cocking, <laughs> mostly shirt cocking, uh, order a drink. And on the way to order a drink, there's this guy, this absolute Adonis sitting on the edge of one of these booths. And there's the guys are blowing each other. There's a couple of guys fucking. There's all sorts of tomfoolery going on. Walk by this guy. I put my hand on his thigh. I start to jerk him off a little bit. I start to blow him. My date's there just drinking and having a great time watching. Mm-hmm. Pull out the lube, lube him up, turn around, take my pants off, sit on his cock. My date is now jerking me off and making out with me while this guy is absolutely railing me mm. um, in front of our two brand new friends in a bar full of Kansas. In a bar full in a bar full in a bar full of guys. Um, wow. They're also doing it. And this is not a big deal. It's just happening. So I think that was probably my craziest first date. Wow. Yeah. And, and that was a panty party. And that was a that was an underwear party. Oh, uh, an underwear party, right. Have you been to others? Is it a thing? It's a thing. Yeah, oh. it's a thing. It's a thing. That was the only one. That's the only one I went to. For a moment, let's think that COVID is gone, yeah. banished forever. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you want to get, like, you can't wait to do? Like, what would you do? God, I would absolutely go back to a, one of the, a, a, just a giant sex, bi queer sex party. I mm-hmm. really miss the freedom and the it's it's a ton of fun what's the one fantasy that i haven't yeah. lived out and that would be a healthy supportive 
somewhat monogamous relationship with uh, with a partner. Um, all of the sex and all the fun and all the playing around, it's great. It's great fun, you know, but it's not terribly sustainable. And wouldn't it be great to find that one partner who accepted all of those different parts of you where you had, you know, guest, star, guest stars in the bedroom from time to time. Uh, see, so that's, that's, that's the real fantasy. You see how that works? Vanilla people have fantasies and it's, oh, you know, and then you freaky people, your fantasies are, I want to find a good person. I want to settle down. I want to hug. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Grass is always greener. Thanks, Tom, for sharing your story. If you're enjoying this content, please support us by going to buymeacoffee.com slash Lena Wynn. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash Lena Wynn. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel for the video version of these episodes. It's youtube.com slash Lena Wynn TV. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, you want to be better in bed? The average healthy male who doesn't suffer from being lasts five minutes and 42 seconds. This is from a clinical trial during intercourse, during penetration and thrusting. The average female takes 18 to 20 minutes to climax vaginally. So it's, there's a term for it that urologists and therapists are very familiar. It's called the arousal gap. And arousal gap means an orgasm gap. And we're going to close it. That's next time on Consenting Adults. <laughs>